All right, that was a little 8-bit. Please, please, please let me get what I want by the Smiths. <laughs> that, that goes hey, out for Chris. Hey, that was uh, actually, so my, my birthday was uh, last Wednesday. Happy birthday. And I still went to Dawn Patrol, and <laughs> apparently it was unintentionally, but they were playing like 80s, like New Age, or not, or... Uh, Dude, what oh f- yeah, I did. new wave, new wave. So I mean, it was new row. <laughs> what? New romantic, new row. Is that what it? Is? I don't know. Something, did, whatever. So there was hey, a I cure. Heard, the, I heard the boys don't cry. Yeah, the Smiths, and so across we're doing our warm ups, and I hear Coach Jeff yelling, "Hey, Chris, is this your playlist?" <laughs> and I'm like, as a matter of fact, it is. Thank you. <laughs> and then I was rolling with uh, O'Sheen. Dr. Dream. Dr. Dream. Respect the name, Chris. And Erasure came on, and I looked <laughs> at you, and I was like, oh, oh, Sheen's fucked now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, well, they, they, they keep putting on that playlist, and uh, and uh, the thug with the heart of gold, Mr. Uh, Rob Perlman, he was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you call him? The thug with the heart of gold? Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, Blue Monday was on, and he was, and he, somebody had him in side control. I'm like, you can't, you can't let me stuck in side control while your jam's on. And he started like head bobbing, <laughs> and he flipped the guy and got like a dominant <laughs> position and got the tap to Blue Monday. And I thought it was awesome. Dude, who is he rolling against? He was rolling with a lower belt, but that's not the, that's not the point. <laughs> a tap's a tap. You just ruined the story, Chris. Um, so Chris, dude, I came over and uh, I noticed the lights were turned down and there was a bunch of candles, and uh, and and porn was playing. I, I take it your wife's out of town. Yeah, the family's out of town by <laughs> myself. <laughs> do you need to borrow my wrist guard? Yes, I do. I'm getting, uh, you know. You got the Gatorade right there. I like I, that carbohydrates. Dude, I am all over <laughs> myself. <laughs> dude, Man, hey, I did hey, Chris, it. Be, you're pretty easy with yourself. Let's be honest. Dude, I did it on the kitchen table. <laughs> I did it upstairs on my son's bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Normally, when my family leaves town, I'm always like, oh, dude, this can be awesome. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to watch what I want. No one telling me to do oh, shit. Stay up as late as you want, and you're still going to bed at like 1030. Oh, dude, yeah. No, I got to get up early, man. But usually after like 24 hours, I'm like, hey, guys, when are you coming home? I'm kind of lonely. Strangely, um, it hasn't, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> like, I'm getting a lot of shit done. You called me today. We were supposed to record tomorrow, and you were like, hey, can we record tonight? I'm like, yeah, lucky for you, I'm a loser, and I got <laughs> nothing going on. Come on over. Yeah, you sounded like you sounded like uh, Damone from Fast Times at Retro High. Oh, I'm uh, pretty busy over here right now. Can't bring your wallet to the restaurant. No, I was laying, so I, I pulled out a little um, day bed. It's what? actually a futon mattress. I got my Star Wars sheets and my special pillow uh, right in front of the television. So I was laying right there when you called watching TV. Is that the doghouse bed? Like when, when you get in an argument with your wife and you're like, I'm sleeping on the couch and you, you put the Star Wars sheets on it? No, let me tell you something. I'm such a high maintenance sleeper. <laughs> My wife, no, she's not getting me out of that fucking bed. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, dude, speaking of wives, do you remember? Uh, so I, I called you when I was walking the dog like, hey, wife said I can come over to your house and play tonight. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I said, 
because it would work better for you guys as the, the family for you to do it tonight. And I was like, well, I'm a loser again and I have nothing going on. So come on over. But tell Nikki she owes me. Okay, and I told you I would record yeah. asking a question. So I'm going to play the recording of how that went down when I got back from walking the dog. I can't wait. Hopefully this works. Here we go. Hey, babe, I talked to Chris and uh, told him that you wanted to switch days and record tonight instead of tomorrow. But he wanted me to, to uh, tell you that you now owe him. Tell that bald bitch I don't owe him shit. <laughs> That's how that went down, dude. You know what? <laughs> I'm just getting a lot of hostility in my life right now. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> Welcome to my uh, teammate, Chris. Her name's Nikki, <laughs> and I'm terrified of her. <laughs> well, that makes two of us. Oh, and speaking of wives, um, so the last episode, our, we did the top five wife hacks. And uh, the joke was that our neither our wives listen to the podcast. Um, well, apparently my wife still does. Somebody must have tipped her off, dude. That's bullshit. And she came, and we were uh, God, what were we? we were going somewhere, and Laker Chicken was in the back seat with his wife, and we were going somewhere, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, I listened to that. Um, yeah, quite frankly, I don't think it was a good episode. Um, <laughs> your guys' deliveries were off. I don't know, and." Uh, the top five lifts, this is a quote, sad and pathetic. But luckily, the Laker chicken, whom I hate, was like, um, actually, I thought it was a pretty good episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I had a bunch of people come up to me and say, dude, those were, those were some money shots on the list right there, dude. You know what? And I told my wife that, but she wasn't having it. Dude, my brother's still like, I'm going to do that post-it note one that chris said that was genius i know and i think my wife is like when's the last time you ever did that <laughs> asshole <laughs> oh shit she just left and i didn't do it are you serious i didn't even fucking follow my own advice dude well he, you're gonna go you're going out there to meet him i can so hide it you can fucking hide it I'll in go. the suitcase oh did you find my note no oh yeah it was right here in the zipper pouch in the front i thought you would look there that's genius. Yes. All right. You all just right. got to get her not to listen to this episode. Oh, no, yeah. No, she won't. No way. <laughs> Lightning does not strike twice. <laughs> She's done. She's not listening to this shit. But you know what? It is pretty satisfying. She'll listen to uh, Best Friend of Me's when she's at the gym. And I'll see her on the elliptical. And normally I'm just staring at her, uh, her butt in the yoga pants, you know, because <laughs> it kind of pulls my attention. Yeah. But then I'll notice that she's laughing. And I'm like, hey, what? What are you laughing at? Oh, your guys' podcast. I'm like, yes. <laughs> she still thinks I'm funny. <laughs> but she could be laughing at you. I don't know. Well, there is there is a rule in my house that don't laugh at anything I say because it only encourages me. Oh, for sure. Like, don't, like, Nikki will literally turn her head and not smile. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've done, yeah. You get, like, <laughs> they're fighting. It's like, I am not going to encourage him. But I'm used to that. Everyone around us, even at our gym, nobody... Wants to laugh at our jokes. You know what? But every once in a while, see, I forget people can hear us. And I'll look over and people will be staring at us and like laughing. It's usually O'Sheen just shaking his head like you guys are fucking Oh, no. He did idiots. that the other day. We were doing a move. And I'm going to be honest. We, you and I weren't nailing it. <laughs> and we look over at O'Sheen. He's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I know. He's so mean, dude. 
He's a dick. Why are you so smart yet so mean, Oshin? <laughs> Dr. Dr. Dream? Uh, and then, hold on, speaking of him, so I'm going to Utah, as I mentioned, this weekend. See my family. I'm gonna, hopefully, I'm going to get laid. <laughs> uh, so I was planning. I have never, besides breathed jujitsu in New York, I've never trained in another jujitsu place besides AOJ. You've never walked in by yourself and yes, gone? by myself. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to a place, uh, Unified. Oshin trained there back in the day, Tommy. Uh, I think I Kevin know. did, too. Kevin... I think traveled out there and trained there. And I actually want to say that Lou did. I think Lou did once. But anyway, or no, no, it was Graham. It was Graham did it. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I even emailed the guy. And I'm like, hey, do you have an open mat on Saturday? He's like, yeah, it's from, you know, noon to one. Come on in, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, cool. So Lou has been giving me crap that I've never taken my gi when I've traveled. So I, on a group text with you, I'm like, Dude, I'm making a big step for me. I'm going to fucking go to Unified and open that. No, you said you're going to go to a... <laughs> oh, that's right. He actually asked me, what's the name of the place? I'm I like, can't believe you were fucking telling him, well, too. Well, dude, I didn't even think about it. And it was just like, oh, Unified. So, you know, a couple of days later, we're at Dawn Patrol. And from across the mat, Oshin's like, hey, Chris, are you going to Unified next weekend? And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I was going to go to the open mat, and I keep drilling with you, and then I'm like, hey, how the fuck did you know I'm going to, and I'm like, motherfucking Lou. And he said, don't worry about it. So <laughs> Lou fucking contacted Oshin to call Unified to say, oh, we had an AOJ purple belt who toeholds white belts coming in for open mat, showing what's up. Yeah, I'm not fucking going. Dude, you got to go. You're, no, fuck you, dude. dude you have to go. No, yeah. I'm not fucking going. That's hey, how many open mats have you gone to? Um, I've gone to a couple, Don't. actually, Chris. You're a fucking liar. I'm not a liar. When? When you're a white belt? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speak, you know what? I drilled. I'm still recovering. I just went and drilled with Nick the Tooth at Ruka. That's, there's some good rolls over there, dude. Dude, he fucking hurt. We were drilling and he hurt me. Dude, well, because he fucking drilled with Nick the Tooth. What do you expect, dude? dude he's such. I'm like, really? Oh, let me show you something. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> put your neck right here. That hurts, doesn't it, dude? Essentially, I'm having. Uh, you know, we don't even need Nick on our show, dude. I'll just be Nick. You can ask me some Nick. Dude, the we've tooth talked questions. about him being on. He said he was going to be on, and we joked at the first what five episodes, making <laughs> excuses. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so on this episode, we have uh, top, oh, how are we phrasing this? We're calling it top five things we judge people on. Yes. And, and actually, hold it. I got to give a shout out to a guy I work with named Mitch Tyria, who oh. suggested this. This is his top five. You looking for a raise right now, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we have... We're going to uh, review uh, the Amazon Prime show, The Boys. Yes, based on uh, the comic book, which you didn't know about. I blew your mind like three days ago. And you're like, what? Dude, of course. I, everyone knows I'm a comic head. <laughs> Remember the glasses? I know. I Hashtag comic head. 
I have a poll list now, Chris. And we have recommendations, and I'm going to have to pick my recommendation on the fly right now because I'm not prepared. Yeah, and I was going to put, you know, fucking Tool was supposed to put out a new song today, and I guess it's going to come out tomorrow. But the problem is there's only seven songs on the album, and it's 80 minutes long. So, like, each song is, like, 11 minutes. So um, I'm not going to put one of their new songs. You and Coach Jeff have been talking about tools new album for like two years uh they haven't put out an album for almost 14 years it's like the new chinese democracy dude i mean and tool real quick they're a band right yes oh okay gotcha gotcha man here dude <laughs> come on uh so, and, and so yeah that's the episode so uh why don't we get this party started all right let's take it away donnie darko what's up bitches and now Back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. All right, thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. All right, so today it is Top 5 Things We Judge People On. Yes, and uh, you know what? I'm going to start right out of the gate. My number five, shoes. And by shoes, I mean socks and sandals. Crocs, those fucking weird clog shoes that everyone in Utah wears. I don't even know what they are. They just kind of look like clogs. Like the Birkenstocks? No. Like the 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 toe-shelled Birkenstocks? Mm, well, they do that too, but I'll, I'll show you a picture. I don't know what it is, but I immediately... I'm not like a shoe snob like my son. It's just some fuck... Oh, and you know the other one? And it's like every middle-aged white male has a pair of these shoes. The New Balance? Yes. The white New Balance. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like, no. why does everyone... Is there... The millennials like, were rocking New Balance for a while there, too, dude. I mean, I have a pair of New Balance, but they're not those fucking white ones. And they're always scuffed, I swear. Like, dude, can you take care of your shoes a little bit? Like, how long have you had that? I have some nice shoes, like, for going out in. Like, I have some, like, boots, because... My wife always likes me to wear boots because obviously it makes me taller. <laughs> like, why didn't you have your boots on? I have heels on. I'm like, dude, we're married. I got you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't have to impress nobody. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, she wants me to be taller. So is that, that's when you break out your Gene Simmons uh, platform shoes? <laughs> they got goldfish <laughs> swinging. Them. Um, but like, dude, for the most part, I, I, dude, I work in vans. Van. No, no, vans are cool. Now that they have the better vans that like actually have like support in them, I'm pretty fucking flat-footed from vans and Converse my whole life. Yeah. No, those are cool shoes. I have those no are basically, I just listed the shoes I judge you, so I guess it's like those three shoes. Okay. All right, what's your number five? My number five is bad fucking drivers. All right, you know what? So you're a bad driver. So spot it, you got it kind of thing? <sighs> I'm a bad <laughs> fast driver, Chris. You know, I still laugh. Fast and loose. Like your, <laughs> like your girlfriend's in high school. Uh, dude, I still laugh the one time. So I have a motorcycle. And you had that footage of like, this is literally footage of me on a motorcycle. And it was a monkey. A <laughs> <laughs> monkey that ate shit with a little kid. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm dangerous on four wheels, and it's crazy that I drive for a living. But like, uh, but 
I mean, whatever. I mean, because I read that and I was like, dude, you're, you, you know always what? say you're a bad driver. Dude, when I wrote that though, we're going to the beach. There's this fucking drive etiquette. Like, dude, I was taking our pools being redone. And so we have to go to the beach when it's hot out and uh, driving down Newport. And people are like, since when did it be okay to like put the hazards up in the middle of a fucking lane because somebody's like walking to a car? And like holding up traffic. Hey, I just want to repeat um, your white guy problem. Uh, a pool's being redone, so we're forced to go to the beach with all the other poor people. <laughs> Struggle is real, Chris. <laughs> Struggle is real. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, bad drivers. They piss me off, too. Whatever. All, right, all right. So my number four. I'm basically, I think these four pretty much apply to you so i guess i'm just judging you movies people like i judge them i silently judge them what's wrong with weekend at bernie's too chris <laughs> i'm sorry if anyone comes to me and says oh my god dude my favorite movie is an adam sandler movie i am judging you what's your favorite movie um you know, probably crimes and misdemeanors. Crimes and misdemeanors. Yeah, I think almost famous would probably be. It's up there. No, no, that's besides, good. besides no, no, the gangster, that would probably Goodfellas. Almost famous, definitely my top ten. Yeah, maybe, maybe my top. No, probably not my top five. I love that movie. Yeah, I do too. But I mean, dude, you like. I like a lot. My it's like my music. It's like it's pretty. You like a lot of fucking movies that you'll bring up. But when I go when I go to the movie theater, I said that. Oh, I, you just like I like being in like, the dark, not having to talk to people, and getting to have a Slurpee and eating licorice. Is <laughs> <laughs> like so everything is going to be fantastic. I'm just watching commercials and I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah, All I right. enjoy the movie experience. Okay. Number four. Number four is fucking, and I run into this more and more often now, which trips me out, is, is uh, guys that can't tie a tie. Oh, yeah, you would be judging me. It takes me probably at least 10 times to get it right. 10 times. Really? Yeah. You can't just. No. I mean, I can. But then it's always a lot. I'm like, God damn it. Like I have like the little freaking. But like, you're sober, dude. The first thing that happens when you get sober is your sponsor says, get a suit. Not, like, not mine. I got a cool one. Oh, well, you go to a lot. Of, <laughs> you go to a lot of funerals when you first get sober because a lot of people. Well, I know. You know what? I probably put on a tie. I don't know. Maybe once every three years. Really? Yeah, that's it. So anyway, you're judging me. Fuck you. I mean, I just think that every every guy should know how to do it, whether they wear a tie for work every day or not. I do know how to do it. It just takes me a while. I have to take a couple tries. I'll just sit here and judge you. All right, that's fine. That's fine. All right, my number three. I'm kind of lumping them all in, but I think at this point in our society, there's not really much of a difference between them. Political and religious affiliations. I will judge you. The world's going to end tomorrow, and it's because of Donald Trump. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Yes, dude. <laughs> I do know on our group text, so our group text is called Comics, Movies, and Jits. Yeah, nothing to do with politics. Yeah, but Tooth and I can fucking, we go down a rabbit hole oh, every once in a while. bum me out when you 
2019. Well, you know what? We were even laughing this weekend. Like, Deuce, like, oh, the world's going to end in five years. And Johnny's like, hey, look at this video of the <laughs> roller skating bunny. <laughs> I have to try and bring it back. Yeah. Well, that's a big, that's a big, uh, yeah, that's I, a big judgmental thing for me. I totally agree with you. And dude, it's, 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 yeah. And it's like, the, those are the same people that want to tell me that like, maybe your son got uh diabetes from, you know, from a vaccination. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop talking. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. The, like, anti, you know the anti-vaxxers. I'm going to put anti-vaxxers in with your pick. Chris. We have some friends that I have never asked and I never want to go down that hole because I tend to think I'd be like, oh, no, you don't think that, do you? <laughs> like, oh, that would bum me out. So it's just like, let's just not talk about yeah. it. <laughs> let's not talk about science and yeah. facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is, and again, this is getting skewed because of uh, because of the eye watch, but the I, the watch you wear. I always, not only do I oh, look shit. at you must judge the shit out watches. of me. Then. I like digital watches. Does that have a, a calculator on it? No, but I have that one. <laughs> beep out, beep out, boop, boop, boop. Oh, dude. Old school, like Casio. I have a whole drawer full of them. I love digital watches. I'm a fan of like a, a everybody should have a, a good watch, a nice watch. I mean, I do. I just never wear it. Think, okay, well, you have one though. Nah, nah. And, I, and the watch I wear, is it's tag, and I got it. The first year that I quit drinking. On my birthday, I bought it because... Hold that up. Let me see it. I've never noticed it. I don't notice pe- people's watches. I'll be honest. But I don't notice a lot of shit. Look at that. All right. I'm checking out. Yeah, that's a nice watch. It's got some diamonds in it. And I, and I uh, justified it with... I'm going to spend all the money... That I would have spent on cocaine and Merlot that and, year. And hookers. You know I'm never satisfied. And and uh and I bought that watch with it. Oh, it's that's good. pretty pricey, no, but I get it. And I and I always think about that my first year of uh, sobriety when I have that. All right. All right. So you look at that watch and all the times you're not going to meetings? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> You know, life is busy. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't have the time. Look at my watch. <laughs> uh, okay, number two. This is a big one for me. A lack of sense of humor. I can't hang with people that are like... I mean, granted, I understand I have a dark sense of humor. And a lot of people... I've put off people with my dark sense of humor. But it's like, fuck, dude. People like that don't... Like, you're joking, and they're like, I can't believe you said that. Yeah, hypersensitive. And And it's like, really? Like, because the thing is, if I have to watch what I have to say around people, then I just shut it down. Like, dude, it's like, I'm not going to, hold it, can I say this? Can I, it's just, I'm going to shut it down. And so if people right out of the gate, like, oh, I can't joke with them. Yeah. I'm just not joking. Like, because it's like, I'm not going to. Yeah, it's weird. It's so, oh man, people that just have a bad sense of humor, oh, drives me nuts. But anyway, and I judge them for it. Maybe you're just not funny. <laughs> oh no, 
No, I think we've proven by the <laughs> Laker chicken that I am funny. Uh, okay. <laughs> I am funny. It's funny that somebody that endorses the Lakers here. I don't care, dude. His, I don't care. Your credit. I mean, and he hates me. The Laker chicken hates me. So if he thinks <laughs> I'm funny, it's okay. legit. It's co-signed. All right. My number two, Chris, is uh, I judge people on their musical taste. Oh, yeah. You hate me, dude. Well, yeah. see, now I'm going to stick up for you for a second. You might not listen to current music, but you do have musical taste. Like, I remember you and Coach Jeff going back and forth on <laughs> the hot take that that uh, he was trying to say that Ride the Lightning, Metallica's Ride the Lightning oh, was better than Kill em All. Kill em All, fuck that, dude. <laughs> Kill em All is like one, it's probably, I don't know, maybe one of three albums that I like every song on it. This is a good one. It's a, the, I like great. them both. I like them both. I love it. Now, in, in his defense, the other one was more produced and more musical, like craftsmanship. Kill Em All is the best. It's better thrash album. Whatever, dude. I don't, he's wrong. Hot take. <laughs> Coach Jeff is wrong. Yeah, I do have musical taste, but it just was stunted after like 90, probably four. It's so weird. It's just, I don't, dude. I never listen to music. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So my number one. This is a big one for me. The books or lack thereof people have read. Like, I think I'm almost, it's easier for me if people are just like, I don't read books. I mean, which I don't understand as opposed to people who do and just read bad, shitty books. Yeah. Well, you got to find, like, I didn't start really getting into books till I was 16, trapped in reform school in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> and the the first book that i really liked was catcher in the rye and uh and then i got in i was into like band biographies for a while and then then i started to like to read if there was a movie i was interested that was coming out i'd like to read the book before the movie came out that was always cool i still kind of like that one i you know and i guess like for you with music i mean i have a lot of i like a lot of different genres of books i mean sometimes i like reading literary fiction, you know, or read fantasy, science. I mean, I've read a lot of different books and there's so many good books out there. And it's like, dude, why are you reading? If I go into someone's house, which seems like is a rare occurrence these days, but <laughs> you go into someone's house and they have a bookshelf and you look at the books and you're like, I mean, why the fuck are you displaying that one? Yeah. <laughs> like, Really? Or, I'm sorry, did someone die here recently and this is their old book collection? Dude, why do you have Danielle Steele prominently displayed in your living room? Like, I judge them. However, I did go into someone's house who will remain nameless, and I looked at their book collection, and I was like, God damn, they had, like, graphic novels, they had all these books, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this book's great, did you read that? I was, they hadn't read any of them. Wow. Like, I know, and I'm like, I mean, I give you props for having it, but... You need to crack that shit. And you know what? I'll even uh, I'll even co-sign people, busy people doing the audiobooks. I'm no, I'm no, even yeah, okay with that. Fine. I don't, dude. I don't judge that at all. But you should definitely seek out what you're into or find out what you like, because dude, books always better than the movie. If there's a movie you love, chances are there's a book, and it's way better and way more detailed. Reading is a very important part of my life. And That's it's just weird to me that people don't, but. Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, but I'm judging you. <laughs> Silently judge. Okay, my number one. This fucking pisses me off, dude. 
movie theater etiquette. No, no, I'm totally on board with that. I am a shusher, and I will tell you to shut the fuck up. Oh, dude. My wife um, almost come to blows. Like, Dude, honestly, dude, here's another thing, dude. People bringing fucking babies into rated R movies. Oh, like, if you can't... I understand. Lion King, bring all the kids. A kid's movie, bring, There's some bring movies, the kids. There's you know, that it's like, it's a kid's movie. It's an animated kid's movie. But a two-hour and 40-minute long new Quentin Tarantino movie, there somebody had a baby in it. Dude. <laughs> and it's like, dude, if you can't afford a babysitter, you can't afford a movie. You know what? And the th- so it was uh, shit. The last Jedi? No. Yeah, the last Jedi, the last Star Wars. Opening night, like seven o'clock showing. Opening night, we went to the theater. This family was sitting next to us. They had I don't know. The girl was probably six or seven. Fucking wouldn't stop talking. Oh, and dude! F- and finally, I leaned over to the mom, to the mom, and was like. Can you please stop talking? So after the movie was over, the dad, is this the guy? Is this the guy? And he's like, sorry if my daughter was bothering you. And I thought he was legitimately apologizing. I'm like, it's all good, dude. I'm sorry. She's just a little girl. And I looked at him. I was like, oh, you're not apologizing. (laughs) And he just kept going. Dude, I finally, I was so pissed off. I I was in the red. I closed my eyes and I was breathing through my nose and out through my mouth. I was so pit like I was gonna get up and come to blows. And he took one look at me and I was like, <sighs> and he's like, let's go, let's go, get out. Like, <laughs> you won't like me when I'm mad, dude. People talk in a movie. It's like, why the fuck? I mean, dude, I'm going like new big Newport Six, which is not cheap. Yeah, I mean, you're paying like twenty plus bucks for a ticket. I'm I'm. Dude, I'm paying, I'm paying that much money for you not to bring your fucking kid to the dude, movie. <laughs> fuck, man. Like, and you're going to go there and talk during the movie? Or like, are the people that have the best, just, I swear to God, like, are you trying to climb into the bag of popcorn right now? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. Drives me nuts. Yeah, no, we went and saw that Elton John movie. And yeah. it was like fucking Barbara and Tom, who haven't been to the movie since 1970s, <laughs> were like... They were like asking each other questions during the movies. And I was just like, you're not at home. Shut oh, the fuck up. I don't think I even told you the story. So when I went and saw the movie yesterday that yeah. we reviewed in the last episode, dude, fucking chick. I mean, hey, I support mental illness. I support like, I'm, you know, fuck, dude. she had Tourette's oh, no. <laughs> during the movie. And it was weird when it got quiet. She wouldn't do anything, but when it got louder, it was like, uh, uh, and it was like, oh, bitch. Like, <laughs> really? I mean, I mean, I don't want to say someone with a mental illness can't come to the movie, but dude, if you have Tourette's, come on. <laughs> dude, really? I mean, can you wait till, wait till it comes on in demand? <laughs> <laughs> Well you, well, you heard it here first. Chris hates people. <laughs> I, I This will be my last Dude. episode with Chris. <laughs> you know what the thing is? I said that same thing to my family, and they're like, whoa, whoa. But, dude, okay, let me do If I'm coughing, if I have bronchitis, I'm not fucking going to a movie theater because I'm going to be ruining it for everybody else. So Yeah, I don't think people really fucking care. 
that's the problem. Well, no, and I think, but seriously, I've had coughs. I'm like, dude, I'm not going because I'm going to be hacking, and that sucks. That sucks that I would ruin it for. So my only point with the Tourette's, I mean, dude, you're being disruptive. Like, right? Am I totally wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but it's a little harsh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> if it's something they can't help. I, you know, I'm a snorer, and I can't help I, it. Dude, no, and, and I get and my, it. And my I wife mean, treats and, me like I'm doing it on purpose every night. Am I saying... Fuck you, you shouldn't have the right to go to movie theater. No, I'm just like, dude, I was really excited to watch this movie. And it's like, dude, she was disruptive. She was disruptive. It would be like a baby. Is it the baby's fault? Hey, no, I'm throwing that back on you. You just said you don't bring a baby, a crying baby to a movie. Baby can't help it. Yeah, get a fucking sitter. And if you can't afford a sitter, don't come to the movies. Well, maybe they just don't have the money. Are you saying people on a fixed income? All right, hey Chris, it's nobody's. It's no surprise that you're a cranky old man. Okay. All right. Yeah, but no, I don't want to feel like the bad guy because I was bummed that someone with Tourette's was ruining my movie. I think it's in our best interest that we just get off of it right now. Fine. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, great job. <laughs> I'll try and edit that out for you, Chris, but I make no promises. back we're having a really tough time recording tonight chris yeah because you're just really insensitive (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so we are going to discuss the new amazon prime television show the boys which boys which is based on which you didn't even know i thought quite frankly dude i thought everyone knew this it was based on the comic book that was created by garth ennis and Derek robertson well it makes total sense that it would be Actually, a comic. let me give some history, and this is going to kind of give a little color commentary on the show and the tone of the show. So the comic book was initially um, <clears throat> set up at Wildstorm, which was uh, a branch of DC Comics. I want to say maybe six issues came out, and it was doing well. But then the people at DC realized, so the book is about it's superheroes. It looks at them through a prism of like, you know, superheroes have flaws. They're very human. And some are total douchebags. Well, there's this one character and you have not read this. I gave you 
the first graphic novel. The book one of the boys. Yeah, and I think that has like the first five issues in it. So issue six is they introduce a character that, you know, you're like, kind of like Batman a little bit. That would be uh, Tech Man in the book. Uh, So this tech... We'll we'll go through the characters. This tech character, this Batman kind of, you know, homage to Batman is a sex addict and like is just putting his dick in everything. Like he's a therapist and he's like... I got a problem and he has to confess to the therapist that it's like, when you walked out of the room, I put my dick in your coffee. You're like, (laughs) so it's just like, he was like, I mean, so his sidekick, of course he had anal sex with him. I mean, it was just going crazy. So the people at DC were like, dude, you are ruining our, yeah. Like, so they were like, enjoy characters. We are fucking canceling this. This is, we're, done with this however since it was creator owned by garth ennis and uh, Derek robertson that they were will allow you to set it up at another place so they went and set it up at uh um, dynamite which is comic book publisher no it's basically it's about if the justice league were a bunch of fucking assholes and flawed characters like let's let's go through the characters real quick there's a what is it homelander who is I mean, essentially Superman. Superman. Yeah. Uh, like a really big asshole Superman. There's uh, Queen Maeve, who's Wonder Woman. There's The Deep, who's Aquaman. I mean, all these characters are really obvious when you see them constantly. A-Train, A-Train is, A-Train is the Flash. Flash. And, you know, and later to come will be Tech Man as Batman. But super flawed. And it's fun to see these characters. You're like, okay, that's obviously an asshole Superman. That's obviously wonder woman yeah and they so after <clears throat> there are eight episodes of this uh television show uh series and so after i watched it i had read initially when the boys came out in comic book i had read it but it, i mean it's been years and so i went and bought the graphic novel the you know the first two and i read the first one and they actually are pretty the yeah. the the series is very true y- to the book. It is, and they I thought they did done a really good job, except um, for one small change. And you can see it in the graphic novel is the main character that's like fighting these guys is drawn as Simon Pegg. He is, and he actually he wrote the introduction to the graphic novel that I gave you talking about it, and it was always the comic creators it's like all right if this is made into a movie or tv show it's going to be simon Pegg. so obviously he at this point he's too old it took so long for this to come to the screen but the main character um that he was supposed to portray he's that character's father yeah he's his dad that's how long it took yeah so but i mean that's cool I mean, I think it's cool that Amazon did that. No, and Simon Pegg said, too, like, it was, dude, it's a dream come true to be put into a comic book. Like, he, dude, obviously, if he's playing the dad, he loves. And it's funny. When I first read that first issue, looking at the Huey, his character's Huey, and it was like, hey, that fucking looks like Simon Pegg. Yeah, and, like, well, and that was, like, probably a little bit after, uh, what was the zombie movie? Um, the- oh, shit. Yeah, what was that called? You keep talking. I, I can't remember. Anyway, so, but hey, I'm going to actually tell you, this is, uh, I'm going to be name dropping um, my own book. 
So I wrote a young adult novel that came out about five years ago called Hero Worship that has a similar, you know, looking at superheroes who are flawed. And uh, there was actually one scene in the opening episode of uh, The Boys that I was like, hey, I had Jamie watch it. And I was like, that's kind of like fucking hero worship. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... Man, uh, but you know, whatever. There are only so many stories you can tell, dude. And Elizabeth shoes in it, and uh, which you, we didn't know what happened to her. Remember when we were like, oh, like because of our Cobra Kai, you know, we're like. So apparently, in this episode, um, you know, I've already said um, insensitive things. So why stop, <laughs> uh, dude? Elizabeth shoe. And I don't know if this was intentional. Dude, is it just me or did she look really wrinkly? She's a little bit older, Chris. I Well, I know. And I get that. I mean, I know she is older. Real quick. And I did remember it before I saw it. I just made sure on this. The, the zombie movies Simon Pegg was in before anyone kills Have us. Have you been looking? Shaun of the Dead was the name of the movie. You've been looking on your phone the whole time. It bothered that. me. And then, and then <laughs> Lou would have... Lou Dog Photog would be like, I can't believe you didn't remember Shaun of the hey, Dead. Dude, don't worry about it. Lou's just going to be talking about Tourette's. All right? <laughs> it's true. I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. Dude, you can say whatever you want right now. <laughs> no, but dude, the, the show, it like, as far as somebody just watching it and enjoying it, it's, it's fucking, it's rad because it's all these flawed superheroes all these, all these superheroes you've known your whole life, seen on TV, and you can clearly tell which ones they're making fun of. I really, I thought it was, from start to finish, I thought it was a really good show. Oh, and by the way, this is a hard R show. Do not oh, have yeah. your kids. There's a lot of, not because of the violence. There's like, like even Donnie Darko is not allowed to watch it because there's so much weird sexual stuff that goes on in the it's, show. So speaking of that, um, <laughs> the one scene. We know, Chris, your wife's at a town. <laughs> 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 the one scene you know where the the um are you talking about the deep in, in the girl no 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 a train's girlfriend who yes. her landlord what the hell did she do to his head like i was trying to figure it out she uh because you she ever w- seen the the videos where the girls put the watermelons between their legs and squeeze the watermelon in half is that what it was that's what she did okay to his head I mean, because it all right. super graphic. Oh, dude, that was gnarly. <laughs> wow. Anyway, but the show's fucking rad. No, it's good. Uh, I give it two best frenemies thumbs up. Yay! <laughs> Why don't you just go and kill yourself and say, I can't
All right, we're back, and it's time for the recommendations portion. So I am going to, my recommendation is that I am not going to make any comments about mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chris, people talking during the movies, people talking during the movies. I got your back, dude. All right, cool. See, now I just guilted you into having my back, and I appreciate you're a good friend. I mean, I think you're a total fucking savage for saying (laughs) it, but, (laughs) but I'm with you, Chris. All right, you know what? This is my real recommendation, and this, I got to give a shout out to your brother, Billy, who's the one who recommended this. He randomly hit us up with a text a couple weeks ago, and was like, hey, you can go on YouTube and watch this documentary. It's called Always Amazing. Um, it, the full title is Always Amazing, the true story of the life, death, and return of Amazing Jonathan. And when your brother said, I knew exactly who Amazing Jonathan was. I loved Amazing Jonathan. Is that I thought the magician? He was, yeah. The comedian who does magic? Yeah, yeah. No, and he, like, they did funny stuff, like, oh, where dude. you could see, like, the tape behind the scarf. And, like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes magic sounds like tape. Yeah, and it's all... <laughs> oh, dude, one of my favorite scenes was that he did a thing with, like, hey, I got pixie dust. Here, let me spray pixie dust. He's, <laughs> he's snorting it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh... He also drank Windex and was like, it prevents streaking. It, yeah, <laughs> I did. Really juvenile humor, but I loved it. And he rocked a headband. Dude, I <laughs> loved Amazing Jonathan. And to be quite frankly, I didn't even know he was gone, you know, in this documentary and, you know, that he had issues. Because I swear to God, I saw a billboard in Vegas like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And it was Amazing Jonathan and... I told my wife, I'm like, fuck, I would actually come out here to watch him. He's hilarious. I would see him. I would still go see Carrot Top, dude. I, dude, Carrot Top back in the day before he started looking weird. All buff and shit, dude. Dude, he looks weird, but he, he was hilarious. He was hilarious. My brother saw Carrot Top live. Dude, he was hilarious. I mean, I can't, I assume he still is, but whatever. Yeah. But the documentary um, chronicles his life and coming up um, as a comedian and major health issues and he had to retire and they essentially the doctors were like you know you're not going to live very long and so finally you know it was kind of his triumphant return and he's like you know what if i'm going to go out i'm going to go out doing comedy doing what i love and it was a really good documentary you can watch it for free on youtube um i highly recommend it billy it was a really good suggestion um, I didn't know that's what you guys were talking about on that text. Yeah, it's because I actually, he recommended, I think I, my wife and son were gone or something. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to watch Chris, it right now. you're alone a lot lately, too. You know what? <laughs> I think it's probably my stance on uh, mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll so we'll get hold real quick. Documentary one more time is always amazing. The true story of the life, death, and return of Amazing Jonathan. Nice. Yeah. Okay. My recommendation, we were recently out in um, Las Vegas. If you can remember the wife's episode, after that, there was an argument about me picking a barbecue dinner over oh, the Grateful, Grateful Dead. Dead tickets. Yeah. And we had people vote. Oh, that was your payoff. And I lost because everyone said I should have taken the Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead tickets, which I don't listen to any either. And I pulled you up that set list, dude. It wasn't like they played the greatest hits. But, anyways, 
a man my word and i had to take my wife to gwen stefani in um las vegas are you a hollerback girl i ain't no hollerback girl oh shit and okay. the shit was bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s <laughs> dude the rad part about the concert was there was like a lot of like a lot of very attractive like 40 year old like moms with their younger daughters and they were fucking going hard at <laughs> the show like i can still throw it down <laughs> It was awesome. Yeah, that's funny. No, and hey, props. Dude, Gwen still fucking looks like from the 90s, dude. That girl has not aged, or she has great doctors, probably a little bit of both. Um, played a lot of No Doubt songs. I was totally down with it. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, so we had the kids out there with us, and uh, Nana was watching the kids. Is it So you guys pronounce it Nana? Nana. That is, that's their grandma is Nana. So... My son calls my mom Nana. Nana. Yeah, and, yeah. and my mom is Mimi. All right. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Whatever And then works. there's a bunch of papas. But Nana was out there, and she took him to a Penn and Teller live, which I was oh, kind of dude. fucking jealous. I'm you like, know what? I saw the pictures. They like went backstage and had pictures with Penn and Teller. I was like legitimately well, jealous dude, right they now. They had like front row seats, and fucking little Donovan is, of course, they needed a kid to participate on a magic trick so of course they don't even got to go up on stage shut and do the a, fuck up really? no, yeah and they got to do a trick with them and then they it was like the, something like the 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 magic veil was the name of the trick and like he had to hold like this big silk scarf thing and they gave him the scarf from the trick and signed it and took pictures with them and i was like oh dude that's rad i was like i'm very happy that you guys had such a good time <laughs> i was so bummed <laughs> Cause I like, dude. When I heard I like they were going Penn to Penn and Teller, Teller, I was like, "What, dude? We yeah. watch their show, Fool Us, on TV all the time." It's bullshit. Cool. Not, not the show. Bullshit, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a little bit. That's on HBO. This is the one on like Channel Five. The Penn and Teller Fool Us, where other magicians try and fool them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. With the chick from American Pie, the Bandcamp chick. She's the host. Okay. I don't. Know. Allison Hayslipper, whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so anyways, but I had to just, you know, when you're in Vegas with your kids, you can't just go to the casino with them. You have to find some activities to do. And uh, on K-Rock, uh, Jensen Carp, he actually recommended this. So, I, so on his recommendation that he talked about, it was the Pinball Hall of Fame. And uh, you can go, you can go there and they have 250 pinball machines dating from the 50s to current. So like, well, how many? Two hundred and fifty pinball machines in like a warehouse. It looks like nothing when you walk. When you pull up, you're like, "What is this shithole?" And then you walk inside, and you're like, "Oh my god!" You know what pinball machine they had there? Every pinball machine you've ever played, everyone you remember loving, like Adam's Family to the Guns and Roses pinball machine. They had Metallica's and aerosmith they had the current like black knight there's like a new one with like scott ian from anthrax he's doing like a metal soundtrack to it <laughs> they had the iron maiden pinball machine i was freaking out as you can tell and it's right down the street from uh from the hard rock so it's kind of off the strip let me give the address actually i legitimately i told jamie about that because at first i thought when you told me that it's like Oh, hey, you're just going to go and look at the pinball machine. No, you play them all. No, see, the playing, that's where you had me. I was like, I fucking love pinball. No, dude, we stayed, honestly, we were probably there for five hours. And I could have been there for 10. And the kids could have, too. Just me and the boys went, and we had a blast. It was like, 
50 cents a game. And it's, dude, I was, dude, I was crushing it there, dude. I actually think my wife would, uh, she'd be on board with that. Yeah, she holds the pinball record at the Supreme store, doesn't she? She did. Well, for that day. For that day. Still, yeah. it's, that's a baller move. And the, it's, so it's the Pinball Hall of Fame, Las Vegas. If you just Google that, it'll come up. But the address is 1610 East Tropicana Avenue, Las Vegas. And uh, I highly recommend it. And you know what? I hate fucking Vegas, but I'll tell you this right now. Anytime I'm in Vegas, I'm going to make it a point to go there. And normally I really just tone out your recommendations. Uh, but this one I'm going to take. Yeah. I'm going to do it. No, this one's fucking my jam. I am. A, that deaf, dumb, blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, there we go. Talking about. Whoa, <laughs> dude. Inappropriate. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well. It's that time where you turn off our podcast. Because yep, I'm, I'm, I'm at the gym right now. <laughs> you know, fun, like I said earlier in the podcast, I was going to play a new Tool song, but and even if they would have released it today, it probably would have been sounding like it's, each song is going to be like 10 minutes long. So, um, We went to the fair recently. You know the, you know the one G-Force that like spins and it's like the giant dragon swing? Yeah. And they blast hip-hop music? They, uh, the song I heard... Had a, a good beat with just filthy lyrics. And I was like, and I, I got to be honest to you, you know, I really, really like to listen to songs about people selling drugs and killing themselves. Killing <laughs> when, uh, when I'm folding my laundry. That's just what I like this to do. This is your jam. It's All my right. jam. So this is, by, uh, this is by Shooter Gang Coney. And the name of the song is Charlie. And it's got a good old school beat. And I want you to listen to this one while you're working out, Chris. I promise nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll be back real soon. Hey, hey. That's this one, G. Hey, it's fuck the police and your mama if you ask me I recognize niggas before they turn into an athlete The Timothier, I'm just tryna heem more the Bambi She want a loyal nigga, well that's something that I can't be 14, Tully in my jeans, hella ashy I don't know these bitches, I'ma call them all Ashley Yeah, I got the Tully at the table, but I'm classy Belly me a nigga, make him wish he got his ass beat 15, Gleeky in my drawers, I'm a lost cause Niggas couldn't see me from the hip, and I got pause Hit scenes, ask them where they from, but they all pause Niggas that I'm with might look soft, but they all dogs Hot sauce, tryna eat the human when I lie Draws, rock stars, it ain't even rap, I rock y'all Talking to the piss, get y'all niggas fuck with hot dogs Bing gang bangin', who the fuck is all these hot boys? Keep it Charlie, I don't wanna hurt nobody, nigga I'm just tryna catch a vibe or a body, yeah Keep it Charlie, bitch, I got a chop on me Go want, 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 and flip the whole party, yeah If it saw me, fold a nigga or a gami Nigga say he got a Tommy, shoulda shot it when he saw me Shoulda pookie in the room, probably fuck her in the lobby I'm a gang member, bitch, so you know I got it on me, yeah Coney, I don't do the him or do say Living in the funk, what the fuck is a suit? Case. Been tryna kick it like a first name Lupe I do say my brother got a song on 2K A travel pass, take your ass home with your traveling ass Conan got a cougar, put the 40 in our fanny bag I'ma have to kill him if he sing with your jagged ass Cherry clan, cherry air slide with your gambling ass Bitch, please, think before you speak or get bitch slapped Kick, kick back, when he come outside, we gon' rip that Hundred some shells, drown a nigga while they dispatch Shoot first king, never lie, I was with strat D-Ray hella geek and Jody clutching the cobra Fleece to blow a nigga with
whip up like shook up soda. YG move me, tryna move a little cold. All this paper on the nigga got me feeling like a folder. Uh. Keep it Charlie, I don't wanna hurt nobody, nigga. I'm just tryna catch a vibe or a body. Uh. Keep it Charlie, bitch, I got a chop on me. Go want, 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 and flip the whole party up. Uh. If it saw me for the nigga or a got me, nigga say he got a Tommy. Shoulda shot it when he saw me. Shoulda pookie in the room, probably fuck her in the lobby. I'm a gang member, bitch, so you know I got it on me. Uh.